Get ready to challenge conventional beliefs about what's possible in creating health, wealth, and happiness. You are listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. This hit show is providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. It is time to open and expand your awareness, accelerate your well-being as Megan shares wisdom, teachings, and experience from a lifelong journey of the heart. Enact the power of radical change with ease and lift your desires to a new perspective. Now, here's Playing on the Edge Radio. Here we are. I'm Dr. Pat, and I am here with Megan, Megan Edge, and we are, uh, do we do this show together? And I got to tell everybody about this. You know, when I think about what Megan's body of work has been in her life and what her commitment is towards, you know, I think about, you know, her challenging the conventional beliefs, especially in the area of healing. But I also look at what her life's journey has been like you know, to study and then teach and then speak and then write and share whatever the new understanding is about how to shift and how to change. You know, when we look at things like she talks about in her book about the heart, right? When we talk about from her perspective, you know, the many tools that she shares either through the heart's journey through healing, working with others, workshops, you name it. When we hear about those things, you wonder, what is it that we can bring to the forefront today? What is it that we're healing, hearing people talk about in today's world? When we think about healing, when we think about you know how to stay in this world and thrive. So today, it's about being on the edge of living supernaturally wow this is an exciting topic megan isn't it it really is and one that i'm really passionate about because as you're as you're doing that beautiful introduction and talking about the body of work i do and and why i do the work i do this is really it this is this is the the nugget of why i do my work the way that i do it it is about empowerment it's about me wanting to help empower other people to understand what they're capable of, what their potential is, what their superpower is. Because in my experience, most people don't know what that is. They have not connected to what their true potential is. They may have a belief that they are smaller than they are, that it's safer to stay unnoticed uh, or unappreciated rather than to really step fully into their authenticity and what it is they're here to do and how they can be of service in the world. And so the healing work that I do is then around unlayering or unraveling for people what that wounding is that's getting in the way of them really showing up in their life in this in this supernatural way, like we're going to be talking about today. And I, I love this. The last show um, I had, uh, you know, Carol and Gay Hendrick on the, talking about their latest book, Conscious Luck. And there's an aspect of that when you dig into what they're saying about the secrets, right? There's an aspect of that that ties perfectly into what we're talking about today. You know, the idea of supernatural, which leads us to a conversation that we've had before about who is living supernaturally only for the superheroes. 
and how are we defining superheroes in our lives today? That's right. I, I think where a lot of people get tripped up on is this idea that everyone else can do it better than they can. And I see this all the time. Every workshop I've ever taught, every class I've ever taught, each person has that moment of believing that everybody else is getting it except for them. Everybody else is intuitive but them. Everybody else is psychic but them. Everybody else can tap into past lives or see auras except for them. Because there's this old belief around what's possible for us. And, and I, I feel like there's, I use that quote that gets attributed sometimes to Nelson Mandela, um, but it wasn't him, it was, uh, what was her name? Well, we'll have to find, find it. It's, it's really about the fear isn't, isn't about being, the fear isn't about failing, the fear is about being successful. The fear is about yeah. stepping yeah, I think in that's Marianne Williamson, Williams, if I recall. That's right, yes, that's right. And I remember when I first saw that quote, read that quote, my whole body lit up. I felt this huge, yes, that's, that's it. That's that piece that people are missing, that you're actually doing a disservice to yourself and the world around you if you are not showing up in your highest self, that if you're not tapping into what your superpowers are, what your superhero nature is, then you're actually doing a disservice. That's, that's the failure, is in not stepping into that and allowing people to have their experience of you instead of worrying about what that experience is going to be for them. You know, today's show, and you people probably don't know this, that you know, you and I, we get together before these shows and we talk about what do we think the energy is? What do we think, you know, really that we need to bring to the surface? And I was just commenting, what I'm starting to see that it, that is emerging on the surface now, and especially for you, you know, you've brought and have shed a new light on supernatural superhero, super you, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that could be like a webinar title. I like um, it. <laughs> right? But you've been talking about this for about a year now. I mean, we even did a couple of shows like that, totally fun. But I think the time now, you know, I am struck by how many people started to talk about things like this a year ago or 18 months ago, writing books that was so perfect for the time we live in. Tell me about this concept, this idea, everyday superheroes, and this this time we're living in now, are we are we being called to really just pop that concept into reality? I feel like we are. I feel that this situation, this pandemic, brings the world together and gives us an opportunity as a species to have a wake-up call. As a, as a community, as a global community, as a species, humanity is, giving, is being given the opportunity individually and as a community on whole to show up in a better way for the world and for each other and for ourselves. And it often takes a wake up call in our own personal lives for us to take that moment to step back and look at how we are living our lives, how we're showing up in the world, what difference we're making and whether we feel like there could be room for growth and and we each have had those experience you've had wake-up calls i've had wake-up calls this is a global wake-up call and the opportunity is there for us to either rise to the occasion and and explore 
a higher sense of ourself in terms of how we can show up in community, how we can show up and be of service to other people, help them be that superhero. We always have the choice. We can also choose to, I think what I said when we were having our conversation before is that this is bringing out the best in us or the worst in us. And the and, choice and is ours. Yeah, and I think the new one here in the United States as of this morning for me is the bold of us, B-O-L-D, yeah. the bold of us. Oh, but that's something that. you've been talking about for a year. And what I mean by the bold of us, there are those of us that are being awakened. What do they say? Don't, don't wait, don't wait to sleep in giant. Um, and I'm seeing this, I saw it this morning, you know, I've had a few comments to say, I live in Washington state, I'm from New York. So everybody wants to compare, right? They are like, are you people in Washington? So people have us probably the way they talk about you in Canada, right? We're, yeah, right. It, we're almost like we're in another planet for the rest of our country in a sense, right? Mm -hmm. Those people over there, right? Mm -hmm. And I was struck this morning by, and I really was shocked because we expect certain people to be spokespeople, to be bold, mm. to be the superheroes. Right. People wake up and make sure they don't miss the news briefing, even in your country, mm -hmm. uh, of uh, Cuomo, right? The governor of New York. Right. But nobody expected one of our state senators in Washington to have the statement of the year come out. And what I mean, it, 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 kind but direct, Patty, our Senator, right? Senator Patty, nobody expected it. So when you say this time is bringing the best, the worst, it's also bringing out the known quiet now are speaking, right? How do you describe this? Is it a supernatural force? Is there something happening to generate those parts of us that are so longing to come out? Well, I think it's important to take a look at the word supernatural and what we, what we assume we know about that word and how we assign meaning and symbolism to that word in order to really understand what it is that we're talking about here today when we say living supernaturally. It's really about being naturally super if you want to switch the words around, right? I like it. <laughs> being naturally super. Is it, is it our natural way of being to be super, to expect more from ourselves and from the people around us? Is that part of the natural evolution of the human species? And part of what, what interested me about, about this being our topic at this point in time is that when we look at our species from the place of evolution and where we where we find voice and where we find ways of expressing ourselves that is different from in the past, we're no longer really evolving at a physical level, not in any discernible way. We've got our arms and our legs and our eyes are where they're supposed to be. So now the opportunity is to evolve our, in our emotional intelligence and in our energetic understanding of our place in the world. It's really to evolve our brain at this point. So. If people are finding their voices in all of this, then to me that indicates an acceleration of evolution on an individual level, at the brain level, at the cellular level. And as people find a voice that they didn't know they had, they inspire other people to do the same thing. 
And if you go online and you look at Facebook or you look at Instagram or you look at LinkedIn or any of the places where people show up, it is really busy on those platforms. It is so busy. There are so many people who are taking this opportunity to do a podcast, to say what they need to say, to reach out to other people on Zoom. There really is a collective voice that, that's happening that we're hearing. And, and I would say that, yes, we're tapping into a supernatural ability to find voice, to open up our throat chakra, to, to open up different ways of communicating. In fact, in a lot of cases, we're forced to. Because if you're in quarantine with a family member that you've been at odds with for much of your life, oh, well, oh, oh. <laughs> what kind of voice are you going to find oh. in, that, in those conversations that are going to be coming up, right? I feel yeah. like there's a, there's a transparency that we could step into here where we can't lose ourselves in the busyness of an external life if we're having to be face-to-face -face with the people who we've chosen to be here with in this way. That we're that we're doing it now because we're not we're not distracted by large groups of people anymore we're not distracted by conversations that don't really mean anything we have an opportunity to to find that voice and to say the things that we need to say to the people that we're with right now yeah well i want to take a short break when we come back i want to talk about this here at an emotionally energetic level. I wanna talk about what you just said and really dig a little bit deeper into it about the emotional side of supernatural, superhero, right? Mm -hmm. You know, super self. And the reason that that's so important is because I think people are shocking themselves. I think mm -hmm. they're shocking themselves, yeah. right? You know, so when we come back, let's tap in to how we build stronger through our emotions and what that means and why that is so critical, not only in expressing ourselves, but in presenting ourselves, in living boldly. Mm. Let's take a short break. You're listening to On the Edge, playing On the Edge radio, but today it's On the Edge of Living Supernaturally. We'd like to hear you weigh in. 1-800-930-2819 or go over there to facebook.com uh, slash transformation talk radio bam that's where olivia is keeping everything flowing we'll be right back are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction. Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait, get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on transformationtalkradio.com. If you struggle with fear and anxiety, you know how powerless and stuck these emotions can make you feel. You've tried everything, but nothing helped you overcome these blocks. 
Dr. Friedman Schaub, award-winning author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, created a special program which helped thousands of his clients to become healthy, happy, and confident again. Learn how to eliminate negative self-talk, let go of your emotional baggage, and replace limiting beliefs. With Dr. Friedman's accelerated program, you can break through your challenges. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. Have you heard of drawing a longer line? A teacher drew a line on the board and asked her students how to make the line shorter without changing or erasing it. No one knew the answer, so she drew a longer line right next to the first one. You can be just like that teacher. If you lack self-confidence, you can draw a longer line. Think of someone you love, someone who inspires you, and ask yourself, what would they do? Remember, you don't have to change the fear or try and get rid of it. A bigger thought, a larger feeling, has the power to release you from the limits that undermine your confidence. Then you're free to take inspired action, to be your best self. Hi, I'm Sarah Main, co-host of Conscious Confidence Radio. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn more about how to transform your life with conscious confidence, go to my website, ConsciousConfidence.com. Ah, <laughs> that reminds me. I got a couple of friends that are in the scenario you talked about before the break, Megan. Mm-hmm. Um, under the same roof, can't get out of each other's way. Right. But they share one thing. They love to dance. So they challenged each other to a dance-a-thon. <laughs> and we're all saying, can you put it on the um, live video stream? Yeah, yeah. Now, you know what a dance-a-thon is, right? Yeah, yeah. You turn on the music and it plays and you dance for five hours, six hours, mm-hmm. seven hours, 10 mm-hmm. hours, right? Yeah. I don't know how that's going to help the relationship, but maybe <laughs> Megan, you can help. Megan Edge, playing on the Edge Radio. Today, we're on the edge of living supernaturally. Uh, we look forward to your comments on this. We're here to also help. Um, what I was alluding to here and what we were talking about during the break is I saw a reaction, and, and without getting into details, I saw a reaction from my state, Senator Perry, Senator per- Patty Murray, today, and I've never seen that side of her ever. It was mm-hmm. powerful. It was forceful. It was intelligent, and it was very direct and emotional, and I've never really seen that. So can you talk to us about supernatural? Because I don't know any like superhero, super movie that doesn't have a highly emotional backdrop to it. But how does that translate to us? You know, why is it critical now during this pandemic and crisis? Is it important for us to understand about our emotions? It's vital for us to understand about our emotions right now, because really it's the, the emotions, our emotions are the bedrock of our behavior, of how we respond and react to the world around us. 
And if we are only reacting to the world around us and the things that are happening to us or for us, we're not tapping into our emotional intelligence. We're just going with a knee-jerk reaction. And, and you see that a lot, especially where things are changing so quickly. New information is showing up about how to behave with somebody, whether it's four feet, six feet, 10 feet, um, whether you're wearing gloves or you're wearing a mask or you're not. All these things that are really new to us because we've never had to do this before. You see people reacting either immediately with frustration or anger or being upset or going into depression about all of it. It's the sky is falling kind of mentality. That is a, that's a, that's a reaction. What we're wanting to cultivate is a response and a response comes from a place of emotional intelligence. And what I mean by emotional intelligence is the capacity and ability to be self-aware, to be in a state of self-management. So knowing what you're feeling and why you're feeling it Social awareness, that's the empathy piece where you are aware of the people around you and what their cues are, what their emotional cues are, what their physical cues are, not just listening to what they're saying, but actually seeing what's happening in their body in order to better understand the state that they're in. And then relationship management. So it's, it's the difference between um, we're all in this together and every man for himself. Every man for himself is a reactive response. We're all in this together is coming from a place of emotional intelligence. It's looking outside of ourselves. So in my experience, I would say that if somebody is empathetic and sensitive to other people, knows how to have a conversation with somebody, so that's listening and talking, listening and talking, and understands the dynamic of relationships, then they're well poised to do that evolutionary leap into a higher state of emotional intelligence to really be able to activate those parts of their their brain their communication their ability to interact to anticipate somebody's needs to show up and to be of help to be of service to really to me that's a definition of a superhero and and living supernaturally is to heighten all of that it's a lot to ask of people right now to go into self-growth in all of this. And yet that's exactly what I'm asking people to do right now is to take this opportunity to really examine what are they doing in response to the situations that they're finding themselves in and how are they reacting and, and taking the opportunity to practice stepping into a higher sense of emotional intelligence. And the first and best way to do that is to ask questions of yourself, of your motivations, of your feelings, of, of how you are reacting and responding, you know, to start to question what you may have always assumed was the normal way of being in the world, because here's an opportunity in these abnormal times to try it on a little differently. You know, I mean, you ask the question about how a dance-a-thon is going to help that relationship. Yeah. Well, it's going to create a bonded experience. Yeah. It's also fun, right? It you totally get, is. Yeah. You get your body moving, you're you're doing a friendly competition. That competition is actually one of the things that heightens our abilities. And and I, as I'm saying that, I'm realizing that that's actually something that's missing. At least uh, here in Canada, um, the school system no longer really um, activates competition. There's not a lot of competitive anything that goes really? on. Uh, oh. 
you know, well, because everybody is, is seen to be equal, which is great. I'm not saying that they aren't equal, but equal isn't the same as the same. So I could be equally good at writing as somebody else is equally good at painting. So there's an equality there that we're recognizing our, our attributes and we're recognizing that my ability to write is better than her ability to write, but her ability to paint is way better than my ability to paint. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And friendly competition, healthy competition, it does, it does tap into us pushing ourselves to do better, to be better. It's a, there's a striving in that kind of energy. I love it because what is the what is the aftermath of this? Now I don't know the date that they're going to do it, but they're literally looking at this as a project. And you know, it really points to the conversation about superheroes and supernatural. A lot of times we don't think about that energy having a focus, right? Mm-hmm. But it does have a focus. And so does emotional intelligence have a focus. Um, and you know, the focus for these two, it's got them into updating their, their little iPods. It's like deciding what the rules are going to be is it, they're putting it on zoom. So they're going to be, their friends are going to watch it and uh, monitor to make sure, right. I mean, they literally are doing this, but they're not fighting. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're finding a different way to communicate. Yeah. And communication, good communication is, is a sign of emotional intelligence. Being able to do that give and take, like I was just mentioning, mm-hmm. stopping to let the other person speak, where everybody is now either speaking at a distance, so not necessarily able to see the, the facial cues or necessarily the body language, or online on Zoom, like we do our shows, there's a different way of communicating now. You mm-hmm. are, you You really do need to pay attention to what the other person is saying. There's different etiquette that that may not have existed before between people as they take turns to talk, as they raise their hand like we used to have to do in school um, or mute themselves so that their sound behind them isn't distracting everybody else. These are all subtle but really important ways that we can be learning this, this next stage of emotional intelligence, this next stage of being supernaturally aware of people of interactions of what people are feeling behind what they're saying you know there's i think on a daily basis there are lots of different and very easy to easy to connect to ways of activating these supernatural powers that we may have before again like i said at the very beginning believed that only someone else could do that only someone else could be that really great speaker or orator right or with that really great idea you know, that's right. the realm of somebody else. It's not the realm of us. But here's the opportunity for it to become the realm of us. Why not? Well, why not? I think, and so when we come back from break, the, here's the why not part. Part of the why not is not understanding what stops mm-hmm. the evolution of a superhero, you know, or what gets in the way of us not being able to live supernaturally. I mean, it would be like saying to Clark Kent, you're going to live in a house that's built out of kryptonite Mm -hmm. and him not understanding that that is not a good thing for him, but he knows it. And what I love about, you know, using the superhero metaphor or analogy is that I'm not sure I know of a superhero, although some people would say cable, that doesn't have 
this spot, this one thing that is the challenge between I'm superhuman or not. When we come back, Megan is going to walk us through this and for sure. Megan, what's the best way people can find out more about you and some of the things you've got coming up? Well, we've got a pretty comprehensive website. Uh, you can reach us at meganedge.ca. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. And we have a beautiful YouTube channel full of all kinds of amazing resources that people can use, especially during these times, to help stay grounded and centered. And it's all under Megan Edge Healing. So if you Google Megan Edge Healing, that's where you're going to find me. You can email me. You can reach out on Facebook, Messenger, there's so many places these days to leave messages. Actually, just please email me. That's the easiest way. Yeah. <laughs> that I check all, right. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. We're going to take a short break. Uh, comments, questions, give us a call. 1-800-930-2819. Hey, do you know what's in the way of you, your superhero power? What's in the way of you literally living supernaturally? What do you think your Achilles heel is? Uh, I know mine. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www.DivinelyDrivenResults.com. Tired of not losing the weight? You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose one to three pounds per day in 21 days, naturally, under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center, 425-451-0404. Or on the web, drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune in to Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit livingyourgifts.com. That's livingyourgifts.com. Raising the vibrations through stimulating conversations while exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria on Tales from the Mer World Radio with me, Amirabeth. Join us every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on transformationtalkradio.com. Be ready to feel empowered and an active part of the changing earth. For more information about me, visit amerabeth.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about maximum medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. 
we seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. You know, the, the word supernatural and the idea of living supernaturally, have, that has many faces. And we're talking about those today. Uh, in a minute, we're going to talk about like what gets in the way, you know, like what's your kryptonite. Before we do, again, tell folks how they can work with you. Tell them what you got going on coming up. Well, this, these are interesting times, are they not? <laughs> um, what I'm seeing is a lot of people are putting courses and programs online and looking at ways to reach out to more people. We're doing the same thing. So we're doing actually a whole redo of our, of our branding, of our way of showing up in the world, of our accessibility, looking at taking the programs that I've created, the Confident Healer, which is the Intuitive Intensive uh, Healers Program, and as well the Intuitive Energy Massage Certification that I've created, and finding ways of making these accessible to people in different ways. So right now, if you're a Confident Healer student, you're with me, we're in person, it's a 10 month program, it's full on, you gotta want it. Uh, but the material that's in these programs are, are easy, easily digestible in smaller chunks. So we're looking to create online module programs out of the teachings of the Confident Healer, not for people to become certified healers, but for this whole path of personal growth that we've been talking about and, and actually connecting into their supernatural powers, like their intuition, um, their emotional intelligence, their ability to shift their thinking, um, being mindful, all, all of these kinds of things that we're talking about right now. My intention is to create these programs that people can do in their living rooms on their own time to really feel into what it is that you and I are talking about today. So it's not yet ready, but it is something that we're working on to give to people soon. They can well, find out on my, on my website, meganedge.ca. Perfect. Like we said before, yeah, LinkedIn. I'm easy to find. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for that. Um, you know, there's a reason we're talking about this today. Mm -hmm. You know, from my perspective, we are really seeing supernatural feats, supernatural accomplishments, supernatural um, movements. We're seeing a lot of things that seem extraordinary right now in the middle of, you know, one of the greatest crises, uh, epidemics and crisis, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. let's say greatest challenge of our time. And out of that creative challenge, we're also seeing in just enormous heroes doing supernatural things. Yeah. So my question to you is, you know, what seems to be the game changer? What seems to be the thing that either moves us forward to living supernaturally or living sometimes as superheroes? What, what mm -hmm. stops us from doing that, you know, and what gets in our way? So let's get really real here at this point. Let's get really direct. I'm going to put a question to our listeners and our audiences. And, and I invite you to just really think in and feel into what your answer is. And the question is this, what is it that you want? What do you want more than anything else? What? what would you be doing with your life right now if nothing stood in your way? Most importantly, yourself, because we are our best saboteurs. When we let fear show up and guide us, 
that's when we disconnect from our superpowers. I would say that fear is the biggest factor. It can be fear of the unknown. It can be fear of judgment from other people. It can be fear for your physical safety and your emotional safety. When you can identify what that is, that fear is, you can answer truly the question that I just asked. There's a piece of courage that is required to step into your higher self, to step into your authentic self. You have to want it. And yeah. when you and I were talking about this when we were preparing for the show, yeah. that at a certain point, if, if, we're, if we're working with someone and they're just not getting themselves, they're just not getting it, at a certain point, we have to be harsh or stern or, or direct or real um, to, to cut through the BS that they're telling themselves, the illusions that they're creating for themselves about why they can't do something and really put it to them in a way that they can't sidestep, they can't get away from, <laughs> they can't deflect. What do you want? Because if you don't want it, it's not going to happen. It's just not. You're gonna find a hundred reasons why it isn't going to happen. And it doesn't have to be some grand thing that you want. It could be something really simple in your life. It could be that you want to be loved you want to be seen, you want to be heard, you want to be acknowledged. Maybe you wanna write that best-selling novel, great, then why are you not doing it? <laughs> it's to quote Nike, just do it. Yeah. Get up and do it. What's the worst that could happen? I know that's, that's a question that I work with with my clients when we do this kind of deep dive into what is it that they really want in their lives and what's getting in the way. It's, it's looking at that whole, that whole line of questioning and demonstrating for them what could be possible. And, and so that's the, the line of questioning becomes what is the worst thing that could happen? Right. Right. And I take them through, so they'll give me their answer and I'll say, okay, if so if that thing happens, what's the worst thing that will happen? Right. And we just bring it down and we go deeper and deeper and deeper until we hit that core limiting belief that is where the fear resides which is what the actual thing is that's getting in their way. And then we question it. Is it true? Is it true what you're believing about yourself? Is it true that you're not lovable? Is it true that you don't deserve happiness? Whatever that thing is, that is that core limiting belief. The work gets done. The miracle transformation happens the moment that the person recognizes that it's not true. Right? That's that moment where everything just breaks open and the transformation happens, but you have to want it. Yeah. Because it's, it's a hard journey. It's the hero's journey is actually what it is, right? And every superhero goes on a hero's journey. Well, if we are calling ourselves superheroes, if we are all going to acknowledge that we, that there's so much more we could be doing with ourselves and not coming from a place of, I'm not doing enough right now. It's just to recognize that now's a time when you could be doing more to be a better person for yourself and the people around you. So yeah. that, that desire, we have to tap into that. We have to tap into the desire. There's nothing wrong with the fear. The fear shows up because it's serving a purpose. But when you decide that it's no longer serving a purpose, it's no longer what the thing that's keeping you safe or keeping you from moving forward, then you can start to question it and work with it and change it. 
Yeah. I mean, we have heard countless stories and, you know, there's so many, there's so many of people that we know about that, well, let's just say that the headline type people, but then we have heard countless stories from everyday people, people yeah. like us, everyday people, we get up every day, we go do our jobs, whatever we do. We've heard stories about that as well. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I know about when I hear, hear people share their stories, I hear two things. And we talked about this a little bit earlier today, but I hear two things. The number one thing is what you just said, an unfathomable, unwavering desire. You know, that, that right there, if your tank is not full to the brim with the big D, then when you get that nail in your tire and your tire gets deflated, you might not have enough energy to want to change it, fix it, put air back into it and keep riding. Mm -hmm. And I think that we understate the power of our want mm -hmm. more than anything in the world. But almost every story that I've ever heard anybody talk about, you hear that of everything that has shown up, that boy, you could not break their spirit of desire. And, mm -hmm. and that, I think, is what's coming to question right now. Yeah. You know, how many spirits are really vulnerable now in this time? Yeah, absolutely. And let's, let's be very clear that we're not advocating that people do more, do faster, do bigger, do better. That, that's not what this is about. It's about authenticity. It's about finding out who you are. What are your abilities? What are your traits? What are your skills? And then using them to be better your own situation and also other people's circumstances in whatever little beautiful way you can. So, okay, maybe it's a food drive that you're doing, or maybe you're going to all your neighbors and leaving pot pies on their doorsteps or something like that. Okay, sure. Maybe you're just doing something really gentle for yourself. Maybe you're going to recognize that you're having a bad day, that you are uncertain, that you are feeling fearful, and just let that be okay, right? That's also a sign of emotional intelligence, is knowing how to take care of yourself so that you can fill your tire back up, if you want to use that analogy, or fill your cup back up and, and be there for people and for yourself. Sometimes that requires the discipline around being quiet and being just for yourself and letting that be okay as well. Some of that comes back to what we were talking about, about voice and finding our voice. I do a lot of work with people around boundaries, um, boundary wounding and then boundary healing. And what I mean by a boundary is a statement that you make of intention about a certain thing, whether it's somebody coming into your room or somebody stepping on your feet or talking over you, whatever it is, your, your boundary that you state comes from here. It comes from your throat chakra, which is where your voice comes from. And, and it's one of those places in our bodies where we hold desire to be heard and seen and acknowledged right and and so that communication skill that we were talking about earlier being able to say this is what i need this is what i need from you this is what i need for me 
where people are in quarantine and are, are in, now in much smaller family groups uh, yeah. than they ever have been for longer periods of time. What a great opportunity to learn about what boundaries are and practice that with the people around you if they're willing to do so. And you know, one of the things you talked about that we should touch upon here as well, and that is what I consider to be the downside of, you know, living your life as a superhuman. And what I mean by that is there's a point that you get to where even the best of the best of our superheroes in our pop culture right now, even they are aware of what their kryptonite is. And, you know, what you're talking about is living in a time right now that has challenged families, children, adults alike in terms of their own amplified emotional intelligence or not. But now we're entering a second phase. So here's the phase, right? And, you know, I, I mean, I was struck by Patty Murray's comment because I thought about underneath her comment was the idea that if that is really so, then how will people reenter? And what new emotional evocative ways of living will show up mm -hmm. i mean we've seen so many things in humanity and the way we're acting and reacting right yeah i wonder you know how we will hold each other accountable for doing the right thing mm. or even what the right thing is yeah, well yeah especially if our guidelines are vague <laughs> that's right that's right and this is a when we look at this idea of, of a superhero, what we're really looking at is a, is a leader, right? That's what superheroes are, they're leaders. And the world needs leaders right now. We need direction. We need to have a, a, a blueprint for how we move forward in all of this and how we are in all of this right now. And it's, it's a constantly moving target at the moment because we just don't know. So we're trying things out, we're trying things on. Some things are working, some things are not working. I feel like there's a there's a requirement for an incredible amount of patience that we could cultivate that patience with each other and with the whole process. And instead of going into a reaction of, oh, I can't believe that this is what they're asking us to do now, or oh, why didn't they do this differently? Or what, you know, whatever the reaction is, to really recognize from that place of empathy, one of those four points of emotional intelligence, that most people are really just trying to do the best that they can right now under incredibly trying circumstances without a lot of information to know what is the best thing to do. So that that piece of sort of patience, forgiveness, compassion, what would love do, you know, all of that, all of those kinds of questions, I think would be really helpful right now for people to be asking before condemning someone for their their decisions or their choices moving forward, if possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean we have an enormous opportunity here to, uh, you know, when we're talking about living on the edge of supernatural living, we have the opportunity to do that. And uh, what I want to say about it is, I was really struck by the science behind how much of our brain capacity we are actually using. Mm. I was absolutely struck by it. And, you know, and I thought about it uh, uh, over time, time to time, you know, mm -hmm. 
But the reality of that, and especially the way it's been played out in our pop culture and television and movies about what if somebody were to actually use a capacity, full capacity of their brain, right? Mm -hmm. um, but most people are not aware that we're, we're using about 11%. I think they bumped it up to 11. At one point it was like eight. <laughs> from 10 to 11%. It went from eight to nine <laughs> to 10 to 11% of our brain's capacity, right? And I think about that, Megan. Mm -hmm. And I, I think about that. Even the most brilliant of minds that we have seen to date and they are barely busting 11% of their capacity. Well, okay. This is where, here's where my brain goes with that. First of all, who decides what percentage of our brain we are using? <laughs> Secondly, in, if we have the intelligence to recognize that we aren't perhaps using all of our brain, then we're probably smarter than we think we are. And one of the things that I often tell people is this, you are far wiser far more brilliant, more creative, more loving than you ever give yourself credit for. What if you gave yourself more credit for the things that you can do? Not by comparing yourself to others, but by knowing your own self, by taking the time to know your own self. You don't have to be perfect. Nobody is perfect. We don't come here to be perfect. We come here to be people and there's such opportunity in any given lifetime, in any given situation even, to do something with the experiences that you're having, make them matter. Again, not in comparison to somebody else, but in your own life, find out what your priorities are, what's important to you and how can that help you then have a better understanding of who you are so that a lot of the, the pettiness that people get themselves caught up in you know, jealousy or resentment, or they have it and I don't, or I have to have it, they can't have it, whatever it is, that that's not what people continue to lead with. Instead, they're willing to ask the questions that we've been talking about today. You know, what do I want? How can I be of service? How can I help someone else? What do I need right now to feel strong and grounded in all of this? And, and if people can practice that now, when we're in this crisis, Imagine how amazing they will be when the crisis subsides and we step out of this and into whatever is next with a collective increase in our emotional intelligence as a species. Yeah. Just well, imagine. Right around the corner. I mean, we, yeah. you and I were talking during one of the breaks and I was saying to you, it looks like here in the U.S., that we are flipping the switches on in a lot of in in at least 48 of the states prior before the end of this month mm -hmm. so we are going to move to the next evolution of our ability to be in that place of superhero mm -hmm. we are going to that next level right away real soon right and you know you're right about this there are so many ways we can move through this and come out of it but nobody controls our expression of our lives and our emotional expression of the world mm -hmm. or our judgments of others. Yeah. You know, that's our inside job doing that. And that's where I think we can become the supernatural superheroes in our lives. Mm -hmm. And at a personal level, 
right? Uh, what what would it look like for me to be the, the super uh, aspect of myself? Like what, what would I need to work on? What would I need to get better at? What would I need to improve upon in myself to be the kind of person that I imagine my superhero, Super Megan being? It's not going to be the same as you. It's not going to be the same as my neighbor. This is what I want to encourage people to understand. It's the personal journey of wanting to understand and know yourself, not not how you can be like somebody else, right? So if you're if you know that one of your biggest greatest skills is that when you smile at people they smile back, then start smiling at everybody because that's your superhero power right there. And we know that when we smile, it actually lights up electrodes, electro. Um, not magnetic what is it uh, impulses in our brain and happy juice flows <laughs> yeah. when we smile so the more we smile the more our brain is is active in places that it might not necessarily be and if the brain is a big muscle then let's be working it out let's give it a good workout so that we can use more of it because <laughs> we have it Right. Oh my God. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, thank you so much for today. I mean, this is clearly now going to be our barometer for how we move forward mm -hmm. and how we take a look at what we talked about today. And when we reflect back a month from now to be able to look at and say, where did this work? Where did this work? Where did this work? Where did this work? You know, because clearly people are highly creative right now about how to enact and live their lives. Yeah. Everything from COVID-19 parties that ha are happening in Yakima over here to inmates trying to get out of jail early. So we have the ability to be super creative, totally. Mm -hmm. But the yeah. breakthroughs in science and what we're looking at and holistic healing and you know the stories we hear about you know some of our best natural doctors being able to literally hear heal patients that have COVID-19 mm -hmm. it's just remarkable yeah and I think that's what keeps me going what's your personal message what would you like to leave us with today I want to remind everybody to be really kind and gentle with themselves and then equally with the people around them because without that we're not evolving at all and it's what I what I said at the last show too is is this very simple message treat people the way that you would like to be treated it's as simple as that just treat the people around you the way that you are hoping and wanting to be treated and it will make a difference you've been listening to playing on the edge radio with megan edge tune in each month on transformation talk radio and the dr pat show network providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life if you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca.